I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head, a safe place to hide a hurting heart, a gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. I was just sitting here in my big, comfortable, manly, black leather papa chair in my living room listening to one of my favorite blues tunes by B.B. King. It's called The Thrill Is Gone. I bet you know that song, too. And I was thinking, no, 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 forget chocolate chip cookies, forget Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, forget your high school graduation if you have to, forget your socks, forget your social security number, forget Major League Baseball spring training, but never, never, never let go of the thrill. The thrill is what puts the life in your life. My Lady Wonderwench and I caught B.B. King during his farewell tour a few years ago. He did the thrill for his third encore. Now, B.B. has had some big thrills and some little thrills in his life, just like all of us. Some of that just like all of us warmth comes across in his recordings but I, I gotta tell you almost all of it poured out off the stage that night thrills come in all sizes of course some are huge some little ones most people miss and i like those little ones you know fresh flowers and candlelight at a dinner table with the person who made the dinner for you how a cat magically appears when you put out her food Getting a road map folded back exactly the way it was when you got it. Putting on a pair of socks that somebody knitted for you. Watching a couple of squirrels chasing each other around as they're running down a tree trunk. How do they do that? Laughing till you cry, then crying till you laugh again. Catching a snowflake on your tongue. Fresh, cool, clean sheets on a warm bed in February. Finding yourself walking on an old red brick sidewalk, or maybe on the wide polished oak boards in a classy old-time restaurant. How about that huge, solid sound of the last chord in the wedding march played on a real pipe organ in church? I love those little thrills. Digs details, a bunch of unimportant stuff for you to stuff in one ear so you can squeeze the important stuff that's taking too much out of your life, out your other ear, and you can just grab a grin and win. Smart guys in the white lab coats now tell us that drunk ants always fall over on their right side. But what they mean is drunk A-N-T-S, not drunk A-U-N-T-S, because you can never tell what... <laughs> what drunk A-U-N-T-S are going to do. The answer is a paradox. What is the question? If the answer is a paradox, what is the question? Don't know, do you? Of course not. Haven't told you yet, but I will in a minute. If the answer is a paradox, what is the question? All right. The film that used the most costumes for all time so far is Quo Vadis in 1951. I think the film that probably used the fewest costumes came out in 1978. It was called Debbie Does Dallas. Main characters wore no costumes, which probably contributed to uh, making such a big hit out of it. Researchers from the National Institute of Alcohol Abuse 
have just released a study that cost $102,000. And the study says sunfish that drink tequila are more aggressive than sunfish that drink gin. Don't you feel so much safer now that you know that? $102,000. Sunfish. Wouldn't it have been better to do that aggression research on sharks? Sunfish. The kitty litter capital of the world is Quincy, Florida. Bet nobody thinks outside the box in Quincy, Florida. And more smart guys in white lab coats tell us that your senses send about 100 million different messages to your brain every second. No wonder you're usually confused. All right, if the answer is a paradox, the question is, what do you call two physicians having lunch together? A paradox. <laughs> ah, come on. If that doesn't give you a grin, i tell you what, next time, if you need to have a grin, next time you're having lunch with your boss, pick up the salad fork and stare at him through the tines of the fork. It'll look like you've sent him to jail. Dicks the tails. They take your mind off your mind. little housekeeping here if you like these podcasts or my spoken word CDs at DickSummer.com or my book, Staying Happy, Healthy, and Hot. You tell a couple of friends, please, because they might like them too, and you would be doing me a favor, so thank you very much. The Thrill is Gone, theme song of the great B.B. King. And I think I just found out why that's such a special lyric to him. See, something very big happened to B.B. King when he was just a little kid, four years old. As you know by now, there are big thrills and little thrills in everybody's life. And I like the little ones that are easy to miss if you don't look for them very carefully. You know, like watching a paper airplane that you just made take a long flight and a soft landing. <laughs> New York City, especially Manhattan, on a warm, sunny Sunday morning in May. Finding someone's name written in an old second-hand book with yellowed newsprint paper. Taking your mom to lunch. Watching a kid learn how to pump on a swing. Of course, there are big things too, like the sudden surprise of feeling yourself fall in love in the warmth of a sandy summer beach fire. A good headhunter is a genuinely dangerous guy. He's deadly. He's a street fighter. And that's you. You find jobs for high-powered executives. You're good at it. Maybe the best. You love it. You love the excitement. You love the challenge. You love the money. The money and the toys. Those are the headhunter's trophies. Condo on the beach. A personal jet. A garage full of fancy automobiles but you're also a nice guy so you were glad to introduce a friend of yours to exactly the right person to fill an important opening in his company you didn't take a fee for that one you made it a birthday present to him and she was a perfect fit right from the first day smart driven well connected she was so perfect and they worked so well together as a matter of fact that they fell in love that happens but it made a 
problem for you and for your wife because you and your wife have known your friend and his wife since you double dated in college. When he told you what was happening, you were very glad that he was so obviously happy. You might have been just a little jealous of the passion that his new mistress brought to his life. And for some reason, you couldn't help feel sorry for his wife as she watched 15 years of marriage melt away in their amazing lust. That surprised you because you never really liked his wife. Maybe she was a little bit too much like you. Headstrong, clever, a little bit ruthless. She had an annoying habit of blowing loose strands of hair out of her eyes with a quick jet of breath. She did that because she didn't have time to do it with her hands. They were always busy doing something else. On a summer night that started out innocently enough, you and your wife invited her to dinner at your beach house. They were friends. You felt a little bit out of place. After all, you were the one who introduced her husband to the woman who became his mistress. So after dinner, you decided to leave the women to talk things over. And you went for a walk by the ocean. It was a soft summer night. The tide was out, and there was an almost full moon. You built a bonfire. You kicked off your shoes and lay down and just stretched out on the sand. It was the first time in a long time that you just let go. You started thinking about your own marriage. It was mostly okay, except for the affair that your wife had for about six months with her boss. You almost lost her. But when he tried to get her to leave you, she told you about it instead. Naturally, you were angry because she had slept with another man. But you were also relieved because she told you about it. You were kind of proud because she chose you over him. You both decided to be intelligent about it, to use your heads to put things back together again. But it never completely worked out. Things were always just a little off-center ever since then. Like a day that starts out in a strange town with the wrong radio station on your clock alarm. You knew she was there before you saw her. You could feel her watching you as she walked toward you carrying her high heel shoes and swinging her hips in that smooth, confident way that you found almost insulting. She said, your wife has gone to bed and I wanted to thank you for dinner and your hospitality before I go. The ocean breeze was playing in her long, soft, loose-fitting, simple dark blue dress, lifting it in quick little puffs, silhouetting quick glimpses of her body's slopes and curves against the firelight. She was smiling that irritating smile of hers. She had startlingly white teeth and soft, muscular lips that obviously had a challenge about them. But the biggest challenge was in her eyes. It was almost an animal challenge, and it, it bothered you. That self-confident boldness in her eyes. And then the firelight did a curious thing. It caught in her eyes for just a moment a hurt, frightened little girl 
inside that proud, angry, self-disciplined woman. And when that happened, suddenly your hunter's instincts kicked in and everything went into a kind of a slow motion. All of your senses magnified the things around you and you caught a trace of her perfume in the ocean air and the sand became satin soft. The ocean was a rumble somewhere in the dark and her voice was making small half words only fingertips away. Her skin looked cool but her eyes were warm and shining in the firelight and moist around the edges as if she were sweating inside. You're a bright guy. You're headstrong, you're ruthless. You're a dangerous hunter. And you understand this deadly game. It could cost you your home, your marriage, all the things you love, all the trophies of an entire lifetime's hunting. But her lips were soft and muscular in the summer night. And her eyes flashed an animal challenge in the firelight. And most important, a hurt little girl looked up from your arms and smiled. And in the end, the heart is still the deadliest hunter of them all. a fine line between a shock and a thrill. I think they both felt the difference when they crossed that fine line together that night. The story is called The Headhunter's Woman. It's one of my favorite stories from my Night Connections 2 Spoken Word Story CD. If you like it too, you can just keep this podcast, or if you want a fresh copy, go on back to DickSummer.com, download it from the Night Connections 2 icon there on the home page. Big thrills and little thrills. Really not sure which category. Whispers and cold champagne and a soft summer night full of stars fizz. That's a, that's a pretty big one to me. Of course, so is candlelight for two in a warm, bubbling hot tub. How about finding your old grammar school lunchbox with a thermos bottle and a picture of Annette Funicello on it? (laughs) Or maybe remembering somebody's name just in time at a party. Hi, I remember you. Your name is... (gasps) (laughs) Or watching the faces of the people leaving a theater to see if they liked the show. Or maybe just bouncing a ball of silly putty. Small thrills. They make you grab a grin and win just because you feel good inside. And that's part of the gratitude that I was telling you about in the book, Staying Happy, Healthy, and Hot, 
Available at Amazon.com. Shameless plug. The key is making yourself happy. You're mostly in charge of that, you know, no matter how long you've been around. Even if you've been around so long that you're starting to worry that the smart guys in the white lab coats might be seriously considering retiring your blood type. B.B. King loves that song, The Thrill Is Gone. And I think I just found out why. B.B. King was born in a little fork in the road town by the name of Berclair, Mississippi. His parents were sharecroppers. B.B. worked his way all the way up to the superstardom. More money than he could spend, more women than any guy deserves, and more fame and glory than you and I can possibly imagine. So why is it that when he sings that song, you can feel the hurt pouring out of the music? Let me put it to you this way. One of the biggest thrills of my life was when our daughter Chris was born. The day she came home from the hospital, she, she looked up at me, she made a little face that said, okay, I'll be your daughter, and smiled. <laughs> it's one of the biggest thrills in my life. Well, one day, when he was just four years old, little B.B. King looked up for his mother, and he couldn't find her. She was gone. His mother had left her husband and her kid and run off with some other guy in the middle of the night. And I think that was when little four-year-old B.B. King learned how terribly empty it feels when your thrill is gone. Time to tuck you in now. I'm Dick Summer, and I hope you'll come back soon for a gentle place to fall. Quiet place to rest your head. Safe place to hide a hurting heart. Nice and easy now. Couple of deep breaths. Come on. There you go. Just one more. That's better. All the way to sleep. All the way to sleep. Good night.